we return with part two of the postmortem of Kune Foods. Was it a combination of bad decisions or did the recession catch Kune Foods off guard? Also, private sector sentiment across the continent takes a dip and Bank of Uganda's emergency meeting and the subsequent rate hike. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. We continue with our series on Kune Foods. When Kune Foods, the Kenyan-based cloud kitchen, announced a shutdown of its operations, key among the reasons pointed out by its founder and chief executive officer, Robin Wretch, were the economic downturn and investment markets tightening up. The startup founder said they failed to raise $3.5 million from local and international investors to ramp up production. Sud Haider, co-founder of Chap Chap Girl and tech editor, but Mwango Capital returns to analyze the downfall of Kune Foods. Was this a combination of bad decisions or did the recession catch Kune Foods off guard? And what impact will it have on the Kenyan startup ecosystems? The Kenyan startup ecosystem is connected to the global fundraising and finance structures and systems. If you look at the funding that's coming into Kenya, more than 90% is foreign-led. So if there are issues in economies or in the global economy, they will definitely affect uh, startups in Kenya, whether they're successful or not successful. So I think uh, in the case of Kune, it's not it's not because they're Kune that you know they're the first to fall. I mean, obviously they had issues with the business and they failed to to raise that investor uh, to, to kind of create. Um, they failed to meet expectations of the market. Let's just put it that way, plain and simple. Um, well, yes, Y Combinator did did put out that memo to all their companies, uh, their portfolio companies. The reality is the, the the world is getting into a recession, right? And startups are risky uh, investments. So there'll be more scrutiny going into startup investments. Valuations are going to be revalued. I mean, we are from a period of about 10, 15 years of back-to-back growth. And there's a, you know, more than likely, uh, if we look at, at, at numbers going going back, there was a bubble. And you know, expectations and valuations were just going up and up and up without actually looking into the, the true nature of those valuations and kind of really sizing those expectations. So what happened to Kune is just being connected to the global economy. They raised money from global investors to operate in Kenya. Um, they're not unique in the sense that they they have a special place in the global economy. So you know you. You raise money, you build value, you raise more money. And in, in the case of Kune, I mean, the, the, you know, the death came in at a, at, a, at a very awkward time, full of chaos. And, you know, yes, market conditions are not the best. Business conditions are not the best because it was also hurting the supply chain and the supply side of the business. Um, but in the case of Kune, fundamentally, uh, the model in which they were operating on required a lot of capital. And they, they either raised too little, or they just had the sequencing of their problems, not in the best fashion. So whether it was a bit of confusion or whether it was lack of knowledge uh, in terms of what's happening in the, uh, in, uh, uh, in the local marketplace, but they spent too much of their money that they initially had on, on things that probably didn't need to be sold at that point in time. And they ran out of money and there was no confidence in the business. There was, no, there was a lack of confidence in, in, in the market and the timing 
You know, it's like being hit by a double whammy or, you know, two or three things all at once. And sequentially for Kuhn, I think it was two or three things back to back. And for a startup, uh, for, any, for any firm, that, that can be difficult. But more so for a startup, because most startups have a bar between, you know, six to 18 months of runway. And if you don't kind of really size up expectations from your, from your investors and kind of really figure out what your customers want and what your value proposition is, you, you end up in a situation that um, is not the best to write off for founders, but it is, it is the nature of, of the story. And it is the nature of startups. So what, what happened to Kune, you know, is not isolated to Kune. They made bad decisions, but they're not the first and they're not going to be the last. That was Sud Haider, co-founder of Chap Chap Go and tech editor at Mango Capital. And a quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast, the S&P Global Ghana PMI increased to 48.5% in June of 2022 from 47.4 in the previous month, pointing to a fifth consecutive month of contraction across the country's private sector, but the weakest in the current sequence. Output fell for a sixth month in a row, although the rate of decline eased noticeably. New orders also decreased for the fourth straight month amid reports of weaker demand. Despite farms raised their headcount for about the 10th month running, with the rate of employment growing modest but quicker than the long grant series average. At the same time, purchasing activity decreased slightly, while vendor performance continued to improve. On the price front, input costs continued to increase markedly amid higher fuel, raw material and staff costs. Selling prices also rose sharply, but the rate of inflation eased from May's record high. Lastly, business sentiment improved from May. Now, in Uganda, the Bank of Uganda has raised its benchmark interest rate by another 100 basis points to 8.5% during a special meeting held on July 5th, 2022, to counter accelerating inflation and support the weakening shilling. The annual inflation rate in Uganda climbed to 6.8% in June of 2022, its highest point since May of 2017 and above the bank's target of 5%. Deputy Governor Michael Atingi-Ego said inflation is forecast to peak in the second quarter of 2023 before gradually declining to stabilize around 5% by 2024. Economic growth is still projected in the range of 4.5 to 5% in 2022, rising slightly to 5% to 5.5% in 2023, supported by public investment. Staying in Uganda, the Stanbic Bank Uganda PMI declined to 50.9% in June of 2022 from May's 51.5, signaling an 11th consecutive monthly expansion. The latest figure also marked the weakest expansion in the private sector since August of 2021 and below the series average amid reports that employment decreased for the first time in six months while ongoing inflationary pressures had led new businesses to wane. Both output and new orders continue to grow, with both construction bucking the wider trend and posting declines. Meanwhile, purchasing activity rose as new orders expanded alongside improved supply performance for the 11th consecutive month. On the price front, input prices rose due to rises in prices of electricity, fuel and water, food products and wages. In response, farms raised their output charges for the 10th in as many months. Finally, business sentiment improved. In Kenya, the PMI fell to 46.8 in June of 2022 
from 48.2 in May, pointing to the third consecutive month of contraction in the country's private sector and at the steepest pace since April of 2021. Both output and new orders declined at quicker rates amid weaker demand due to rising price pressures. Cash flow shortages and the upcoming elections were also noted as contributing factors. Purchasing activity also fell further, although inventories continued to rise due to stockpiling efforts. At the same time, staffing numbers decreased fractionally, leading to a slight increase in backlogs of work on the price front. Input costs increased at a strong rate, driven by higher fuel prices, supply shortages and the strengthening US dollar, leading to a record uptick in firms selling charges. Finally, expectations for future activity improved for the first time in four months during June after reaching a record low in May. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adon.